0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today.
1: Welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Lisa McNeely. My pronouns are she her. I'm your host for Spotlight on Recruiting, and our show today is Hire a Hero, Part 2, Um, Today we're going to be discussing tips and best practices for your veteran hiring program. Um, I'm excited to welcome back Joe McGinnis. Uh, Hey, Joe. How are you?
2: Hey, Lisa. I'm doing awesome. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you back uh, so we can continue our conversation. Um, But before, I want to just do a brief introduction of Joe. So Joe is a retired Marine Corps captain with a background in human resources and intelligence analysis. He transitioned from the Marines in 2018. Um, and uh, Joe has a master's in human resource management from Rutgers and did his bachelor's in intelligence studies from American military university. Uh, civilian career, um, and, I, and I point this out, um, one of his roles uh, was with Verizon in their um, veteran recruiting program, um, which for some who may are on the call and some who may not, um, Verizon is a benchmark for many in the recruiting industry. Part of the um, even the certification that Sherm will provide um, for veteran recruitment um, has some of the strategies that actually Verizon um, utilizes. So it's fantastic um, that we have Joe. Um, not only he's got the military background as well, he's got the HR background, he's got the recruitment background. And he's got some of those top-tier skills that we're looking for um, in uh, putting our programs together. Um, So, as I said, like, this is a continuation or a part two. Um, To recap for our listeners or anyone who may have missed our last show, uh, that was um, titled That Was Hiring a Hero. uh, We discussed military transition um, and um, the obstacles and challenges um, veterans face. Um, And so our show today is going to be focused on best practices for veteran hiring programs. Um, A survey was done of veterans, um, and veterans came out and said, 90% of them said um, that they um, faced challenges finding civilian employment. And this was a study done by the Institute of Veterans and Military Families at Syracuse. Um, So just, you know, to continue on that statistic and why I think this show is very important um, is when SHRM Foundation did a study of employers, 53% of employers indicated that they needed advice and tools um, for their veteran recruitment. So definitely something that I think always um, a need for a lot of organizations. Um, So that brings us to our topic today. So, we're going to just yeah. start off right out of the gate, right out of the gate, Joe. So, tell us why. Why are veterans good hires?
2: You know, Lisa, I think the, um, you know, I don't want to discount anybody, but veterans come out of the military with a lot of soft skills that I think employers are looking for, um, And they also come with the actual skills that are transferable to the the private sector. So, for example, like me, HR, or someone in logistics, or even a mechanic, you know, all these people have that experience along with what you gain through military service, like leadership, um, work ethic, loyalty. Uh, You know, these are the type of people you want among your ranks because they're going to go in every day. They're going to give 110%. They're very coachable. I think uh, veterans, you know, everybody that is uh, in the military learns a specific job, you know, Um, and it may not necessarily have been the one that they did before the military. So, um, again, very coachable. And, um, you know, I think veterans, uh, you know, they're a great hire.
1: Yeah, No. and I think, you know, and one of the reasons that I even asked this question um, is because if you're looking to start a veteran recruiting program, one of the things that you're going to need to do is get that buy-in, um, and knowing exactly why veterans are good hires is one of the ways that you're going to get that buy-in to say, not, a, not only is it like just the right thing to do, but here's the skill sets um, that veterans are bringing. And, you know, and I think some of those skills that you're, like you said, um, you know, for me, like, Teamwork, right, obviously, and these are yeah. like the obvious, obvious ones, but teamwork, that strong work ethic, because guess what? In the military, it's a 24-7 job. It's not an eight to five, it's 24-7. And then I think yeah. the other one, which is, um, I think, a huge skill, and I will say nearly every hiring manager I ever talk to, um, they're looking for folks who can deal in ambiguity and have that ability to be adaptable. And let's face it, in the military, you are doing things, like you're trained and trained and trained, but you have to anticipate, right, that that ambiguity. You don't know what's coming. You're hoping you know what's coming, but you don't know what's coming. So, you know, yeah, no. just having that ability. Um, and then um, I think, you know, uh, it, as far as um, – yeah, we so, yeah, don't really need to go. We have, we have so much to cover, I don't even want to – we could dive deep in every subject. So, um, so we know why. So we, why are veterans a good hire? So yeah. I guess my next question is going to be, you know, for companies who haven't started a veteran hiring program, where should they start first? What would be the first step for
2: them? Um. You know, I think the first step is to make an effort to understand what the veteran is bringing to the table, and you know, not everybody's resume is going to look like, you know, a private someone with a private sector experience. So, being able to translate that resume, I think, is important. And so, the first step for me. And my recommendation is if you can, of course, not everybody's gonna be able to, but if you can, uh hire a talent acquisition recruiter that is a veteran. Um even if they're working on, you know, normal rec, um they still they're there as a resource when you do get veteran applications in. If another recruiter doesn't understand, you know, what this person's resume is trying to capture, they can talk to that veteran Um, and if that's not feasible uh, I think we talked about this um, you know if you have a veteran ERG then you have veterans among your ranks that you can reach out uh, as a resource and uh, get their feedback on uh, the the application the resume uh, even in the interviewing process if something came up that you know you just didn't understand and didn't have the time to ask for clarification you could always go back and get that clarification. So, um, you know, making that effort to uh, understand the veteran, I think is probably the most important first step in the hiring process.
1: No, and I and I agree, because I think that that translation from, um, you know, the military, because we had talked about it on our last show, is like, you know, veterans trying to, you know, take their resumes to make it more um, readable, I guess, for yeah. um, the employer. But at the same time, the employer also um, needs to take the step to say, okay, how can we um, better translate, translate this resume? And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And the other thing too is, and this goes back to kind of our last show, just as a tie-in, is, you know, if you hire a veteran, um, you know, recruiter, or even if you don't have a recruiter necessarily. Maybe you have a veteran within your organization. Partner with them um, and let them be part of the recruiting process. I know that some of the work that I had done with veteran recruitment, you know, we had an ERG or employee resource group that was a, a veteran resource group, and they were one of our, the best ones that we had. Not only could they help us with our recruitment, but we also would pair our new hires, um, you know, it's kind of like a buddy program um, with one yeah. of them on just the organization, which helps with that retention piece as well. So I think it's, um, you know, identify who your veterans are. And definitely, like, you know, one of the easiest things probably is bring in a veteran that, you know, into that recruitment space, because guess what? They, they've they gone through the experience. They, they've seen both sides. So, yeah, I think mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, and, uh, so, you know, and I – no, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Sorry about that. I was just going to say, and there's, you know, uh, when we talk about recruiting, I mean, each branch has its own recruiting initiative. So there is a large pool of um, veterans who were recruiter, meaning they, you know, had people, they were responsible for enlisting people into the military. Um, you know, so it's not like you're going to go out there and just hire a veteran without any experience. There's tons of people out there that have that recruiting experience that know how to build the uh, rapport and communicate and uh, work with a team. Um, so I think it's, you know, important to know, um, you, you're not going to hire someone going in blind. Like they know how to recruit veterans.
1: Right, right. And, and um, yeah, so I think that's a really good point. And I'm thinking just on my career, the number of recruiters that I've worked with who um, were whether they were in the Navy as recruiters uh, in the Navy, you know, recruiting workforce, uh, another one in the air force that was, was recruiting for nurses and doctors. Um, And so, you know, you've got to think about like, you know, in terms of when you're thinking of the military, right. I think, you know, we forget that the military is a business in itself. Um, You know, just, as one example, like an aircraft carrier is basically, you know, its own floating city. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, so it, it is thinking like, Hey, it is a business and it's ran like a business. So you have finance, you have accounting, you have recruitment, you know, everything that we have in business, guess what? The military has that as well. You have learning and development. I mean, it's all there. So, and I think it, yeah. it is kind of overlooked sometimes. Um, so yeah, and I think you know, uh, and a, and a great way. And you and I correct me if I'm wrong here, Joe, but um, I know that as far as a lot of the, obviously the recruiters that we had had, you know, they were doing recruitment and then they transitioned. Um, and so if we were to look for those recruiters, what's the best right. way for us to go and identify our target? And maybe this is a better question, not just for recruiters, but for military in general.
2: Um, I think one thing that uh, a lot of companies can do is connect with your local uh, family and readiness center on base. And what they have is called the Transition Assistance Program. And basically what that is, it's a requirement for every veteran or every service member to go through uh, before they separate from the military. And during that time, they're talking to them about, you know, building a resume, what does my job look like in the private sector, um, and all these things that are important when you're transitioning. And and the reason I bring the TAPS class up is because as an employer, you can get involved with that. And um, they may even have you come in and talk to, uh, you know, the class about what the – company does for uh, the private sector, why, you know, the mission is important, and uh, what the veteran can do to become successful in that company. So, I think that's a really good place to start because, like I said, everybody's required to go through it. Um, So, you're going to reach a large population.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I think, um, you know, one of the things, you talk about that, and this is – whether it's doing campus recruiting or, you know, any type of recruiting, um, you know, and with the transition assistance program is, you know, be involved and build that relationship, whether you're coming and, you know, giving a class or something, which I think is fantastic, because part of, like, campus recruitment, we're like, hey, go into the classroom. They want to hear your case studies. They want to hear that real-life example um, is, you know, if you have that relationship, guess what? You're going to be top of mind. People, you can get your prospect candidates excited about your company. They get just, a, you know, some insight into what you do, the type of culture and, you know, your front and center in front of them. So I think yeah. that's great. And then, you know, the, one of the things too, is I think, you know, just for some of our listeners, you know, they may not have a base um, that is near them, um, you know, to be able to do that. Now, I don't know. I'm I'm sure with COVID and everything, they may have the ability to do virtual now. Uh, I I don't know if you know that or not. Um, But if they don't have a base, um, I think, you know, what would they do if they don't aren't near, like, a a program? You know, for me, I'm in San Diego. So, you know, it's very easy to get to one for the Marines or the Navy. Um, But if I was somewhere else, what would I do? Uh,
2: I think a good – Another good way to reach out to veterans, um, and, you know, this is not to insult anybody's intelligence, but the, 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 the big one out there right now uh, is LinkedIn. I did a search the other day for veteran and open to work, and there was over 50,000 hits. So, wow. um, you know, uh, yeah, some of those people may not, you know, be veterans, but the vast majority are. So they're out there and they're looking, um, and it's a great pool to choose from. Uh, And a lot of recruiters are on LinkedIn because, you know, they're finding that as a resource too. So, you know, you, you can have your recruiters connect with the military recruiters, and then, you know, the relationship blossoms from there. So... I would say LinkedIn is a good source also. You can connect with some companies like uh Hire Our Heroes. Um yeah. the, the Deloitte has a boot camp that they do. Um so there's all kinds of ways to get involved. I I went through the Deloitte uh boot camp and it was really a great experience. So if you want to get out there, um you know, this was in Tampa at a at a at a local um the, uh venue, so Uh, It wasn't on base. You still got the recruiting – you got the population of veterans there. Um, And, uh, you know, the Deloitte one was sponsored by a Wounded Warrior Project, so another place that you could go. They have a military hiring program where they work with veterans. It's called Warriors to Work. Um, You know, they work with warriors who are trying to find a job. So there's – a and I think what I'm trying to say is uh, there's a lot of companies or a lot of – programs out there that are trying to help place veterans. Um, so doing that search and, and finding the one that works for you is, is really, that's the best second option that I could recommend.
1: Yeah. No, and I think that's good because I do think there's a lot. I mean, honestly, it can
2: almost be overwhelming.
1: So, I mean, if you just do a Google search of, like, your local – because you can even go to your local Department of Labor. They likely have, um, you know, a group that focuses on veteran hiring that can actually point you in the right direction – you know, a lot of community-based or not-for-profit organizations, um, will have something. I know that even chambers of commerce will have something that can point you in the right direction, or they may have their own program. So I, I think that that's great. And I love the, the Wounded Warriors. What's the name of that program one more time?
2: It's called Warriors uh, to
1: Work. Warriors to Work. Okay. Fantastic. Well, we're going to, um, so, um, We're gonna take a quick moment just to recognize one of our sponsors, but don't go away, we'll be right back. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to one of the largest nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University's mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all our sponsors and partners. So we're back with Joe McGinnis um, talking about uh, best practices and tips to your veteran recruiting program. So I guess, you know, because we're getting so close on time, um, what, I guess, Joe, can you give us an example of, you know, and these may be um, for the ones who are starting a program or if they have a program, um, these could be benchmarks or goals for them to reach, but
2: what does a successful veteran program look like? Yeah, so I think um, when we talk about that, when I worked at Verizon, I, it, it really is, like you said, it's the benchmark, uh, the industry standard. They have over 8,000 veterans among their ranks, and uh, what they do is They have a small section um, that's dedicated to uh, veteran hiring and diversity and inclusion. Um, And so what they do is they go out, um, they work with veterans specifically. They have one, I think they have about four veteran recruiters who are responsible for looking at the veteran resumes and creating that, that bridge to overcome that gap between the person who's, doesn't have that veteran background, they go there, they advocate for the veteran, they let them know why they're a good pick. Um, Verizon has a great web page, which I think is very important when you're uh, trying to attract the veteran population. Um, And one of the things that they incorporated into it, which will help veterans tremendously in being able to figure out what it is they want to do, it's called OpLine. And OpLine is basically a program that will take a veteran military occupation and translate it into what roles you would be a good fit for. Um, and I think you could even further t- uh, drill down, and it will actually show them roles in the company, good fit for the veteran. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good, uh, good place to go and start, uh, you know, the veteran hiring process. And then um, they also, what Verizon also did is they started every month, they do a a monthly um, webcast where they're talking about, you know, how do you get into, you know, Verizon? Why Verizon? uh, What can you do to be more competitive during the hiring process? So they're making a continued effort to engage the veteran population. Uh, and I think if, if you do that, the word's going to get out and people, the veterans are going to come and they're going to start looking at your company. Uh, and I think like we've said, you know, having a veteran is a great, you know, it's a great asset within the company. So, um, that's what I experienced at Verizon and it was very successful. Um, you know, if anybody's interested, I can connect you with, uh, you know, someone that works on the team. If you have questions, uh, you know, you can always connect with me as well. Um, but, yes, yeah, uh, the Verizon one was great. I also um, worked with the Amazon recruiting team, and they're very similar um, in what they do, Verizon and Amazon. But these are two companies that have thousands of veterans among their ranks. So uh, looking to them to learn and develop your program is probably a good place to go.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. That's really good. So, you know, if I was, um, you know, just I think it's uh, to just recap, you know, what you said is, you know, one is try and partner with someone who's a veteran, whether they're in the recruitment role or um, maybe they're a veteran that you have, um, you know, in your organization already. Um, And then as far as, um, you know, ideally, uh, have a dedicated resource for veteran and I think that, you know, for Verizon, obviously they're huge, but I would say even if you're a small or mid-sized company, um, you know, you may only have one recruiter, uh, but I think it should be part of your, you know, even your goals, um, if you can, as far as like just diversity hiring as well, um, is, you know, for that outreach, um, to target those veterans. Um, and granted, it, it's more difficult because I think for any, any recruitment, no matter what it is, um, it, it takes commitment and time. Now, as a recruiter, yeah. you do not have to take that on all yourself. You have your hiring leaders and your managers. Um, so it's identifying who of your hiring managers and leaders because it is a partnership. Uh, who want to be involved. So you don't need to take it all on yourself. You can actually involve them and have them helping you with that outreach. And there's many who are very willing to do that. And I think sometimes as, um, in re- the recruitment space we think, oh, my gosh, it's all me. Well, no, it's a partnership. It doesn't need to be all you.
2: Yeah, I think that's a, a great point, Lisa. And, um, you know, I think the uh, you mentioned it before, um, but for those companies that you know uh like you said have one recruiter or something uh they can do the shrm certificate to work uh course which i know we both took and it's very informational very yeah, it's, it's really great um you know it's a small small time uh small amount of time to invest for a great cause so uh definitely look into that if you're one of those companies that just doesn't have the the, the capacity to have a veteran recruiter you can get your team spun up, Uh, the hiring managers are the people you really want to target with this this certificate to work. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's it. Well, so I know that I'm just going to, you know, um, we kind of talked about this on our last show, but I think it's so important um, because I think one of the other issues is retention, as you, you know, as we discussed before. Um, So, you know, and, and I think it' worthy to discuss it again. Um, but what can companies do to improve veteran retention? Because once I, once we have a vet, you know, we've hired someone into um, the organization, you know, um, the retention of a veteran um, is great. Uh, however, their first year is probably the most difficult. If you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, but you know, once they get through that, I mean you know, veterans, the retention is higher than most employees. Um, You know, on average, when they look at all of your employees in the organization, your veteran retention is going to end up being your highest one, but it's got to be after that first year because that first year is so important.
2: Yeah. I think, um, and this goes with really anybody, but the veterans are probably. Yeah. uh, Yeah. For, for, for that, I mean, I'm talking about the onboarding experience. I think that is, the critical point where you can help a veteran assimilate into the company because let's be real, it's, it's an unfamiliar space for them. They haven't been in the private sector yet. They don't know how it really operates, but they can learn. They're coachable and they're quick learners. So making sure that onboarding experience, you're engaging them, make sure they understand the mission. That's very important to veterans. Uh, they want to know what they're doing and what the purpose of it is. Um, let them know, uh, you know, the career path, uh, you know, veterans like to know where they're going. Um, so you could talk to them in the onboarding experience and say, hey, this is where you're starting, but uh, these are the different paths that you can explore within the company as you grow in the company. Um, also, I think one-on-one meetings with their, their, their leadership is important for them to get exposed in, to a new leadership style to learn. Um, how to operate within the company, uh, all those things that you could do during onboarding is is really I think what will help build that loyalty and that dedication that you're looking for out of your veterans. Yeah, good,
1: and let's be honest, if you have something in place like that, that doesn't always help that doesn't just help veterans. It helps every new employee you bring into the organization because everyone's looking yeah. for that type of support. Um, so uh, we, we have some limited time. Um, so very quickly, if there's one piece of advice that you could give um, for an organization uh, to improve their veteran hiring process, what would it be?
2: I mean, for me, the the one piece of advice I think is important is to make that commitment. Um, be be intentional about the commitment. Um, there are there's so many things you can do, so many resources you can tap into, um, you know. Uh, but having that commitment to bring somebody into your your company that's a veteran uh, is very important. Um, you know, when you some of the jobs you'll even see out there from Amazon, it says veterans encouraged to apply. I mean, that's just. That's basically yeah. opening that window and saying, "Hey, look, this is you know, this is a company that's looking for me. Uh, that's the kind of company I want to work for." So, having that commitment is really important, and it'll help drive the program. So, you know, if you're committed, you're doing the SHRM certificate to work, you're connecting with the programs, um, you know, you're building your ERG out uh, that or you have one already that you can tap into for those types of uh, interactions that need veteran involvement. So I think that's the best piece of advice I could give.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. And I think too is don't be overwhelmed. It's one. It's like anything, right? It's one bite or one step at a time. Um, and and yeah. when you start this, it can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, but the best thing is you just have to start.
2: Yeah. Right. Absolutely.
1: Um, So that's our show for today. Joe, thank you so much again for being, um, coming back and, you know, sharing your experience and your insights, and thank you for your service. Um, If our listeners want to get in touch with you for your help, maybe they're looking to start a veteran recruiting program, maybe they're trying to make their program better, maybe they're just looking for an HR professional, um, uh, because I know that you're currently looking for your next role, Um, what's the best way for them to reach you?
2: Um, you could either, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty uh, active on LinkedIn or if you want, just send me an email. It's my first name, Joseph underscore my last name, McGinnis at outlook.com. And I'm, I'm, you know, I am open to helping anybody, um, that wants to start a program. Uh, I can, you know, guide you if need be, um, um, I'm just – I'm really committed to – because I get to see the veterans that are out there looking for the job. So I'm committed to helping them, uh, and I'm willing to do whatever it needs to be done to get that going.
1: Yeah, no, that's great, Bill. Um, so, yeah, I would encourage anyone uh, that's listening, yeah, reach out to Joe. He's got a wealth of knowledge, um, and he's just, you know, a fantastic guy. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, and you should be able to get this information on their show page as well, so Women Lead Radio, um, Connected Women of Influence, um, Spotlight on Recruiting, and Joe's contact information will be found there. I want to give a special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally. You can listen to more Women Lead Radio um, on Apple or Google Podcasts spotify or our iHeartRadio. radio we'll be back again for another women lead radio show each monday at nine and fridays at two At pacific time the next spotlight on recruiting will be monday december 11th at 9 a.m pacific go forth and hire make me proud and uh let's get that veteran recruiting let's there's two hundred thousand this year waiting to transition yeah
2: thank you Lisa. have a great
1: day thank you you too